Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Yes, welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with the program called The Burning Issue with myself, Ridwan Ahmed, and my producer, and that is Yusuf Mali. And I think also just to echo what Tasneem said earlier, and that is a very big shukran to Butanazim uh, for the assisting with the technical duties. Just a reminder again of an outline of the program this evening. Inshallah, we're going to continue our discussion in the series on the lives of the Ashab. And for that, we have in studio with us the Honorable Sheikh Riyad Fatar. And yes, Sheikh is the Imam of the Husami Mosque in Cravenby, as well as the first Deputy President at the Muslim Judicial Council. Then that will take us up through to the Waqt of Maghrib, inshallah, and the uh, Maghrib package this evening will be around 18.49. And then immediately after the Waqt of Maghrib, we then go into our burning issue discussion, and that is crime on the Cape Flats. If you would like to participate in the program, if you have any questions or comments to our panel in the studio, uh, you could do so by sending us your comment via the SMS line to the number 47913, the SMS line 47913. Um, also, considering maybe opening the lines at some stage and if you would like to then give us a call you can do so by dialing the number 021-442-3530 now remember you can also tune in live on audio streaming our website is www.vocfm.co.za so inshallah look forward to an interesting program this evening so without any further ado let me greet uh, the honorable sheikh uh, where we're going to as we said continue uh, on this Monday evening, you know, our discussion on the series on the lives of the Ashab, and that is the Honorable Sheikh Riyad Fatar. Sheikh, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Salam, Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, Ahlan wa Sahlan, Marhaban Bikum, Taridawan, respected listeners. Nice to be back again. And while everybody's enjoying the holiday, some of us would work. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, shukran zazilan. And just is, uh, if you are just, you know, at home relaxing, Alhamdulillah, on this Monday evening, or whether you are driving, uh, returning from my holiday, uh, do take care on the roads, inshallah. And uh, do stay tuned to uh, the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo. Now, just before we get into the series once again, maybe just to refresh our memory in terms of last week, Monday, Alhamdulillah, um, when we spoke on, you know, also um, on one of the ashab, I know it was the son-in-law, if there is such a term in Islam, of the Nabi sallallahu yes, alaihi wasallam. Yes. It was uh, Sayyidatina Zainab radiallahu mm. anha, her husband that we spoke of last week. Sah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. Sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi jama'in. Allahumma la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'una bima 'allamtana wazidna 'ilman wa arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna ittiba'a wa arina al-batila batilan warzuqna ijtinaba waj'alna mimman yastami'una al-qawla fayattabi'una ahsana wa adkhilna bi rahmatika fi 'ibadika as-salihin أَخْرِجَنَا مِنْ ظُلُمَاتِ الْجَهْلِ وَالْوَهْمِ إِلَى أَنْوَارِ الْمَعْرِفَةِ وَالْعِلْمِ آمِنْ يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ Yes, Bidharidwan, uh, and yes, we've seen the absolute justness of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam when dealing with issues uh, that pertain to his family mm-hmm. um, and how the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam had mashura and it was a tragic story but alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen 
um, we never know what Allah Taala have for us in the future. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things look bleak now, but uh, the future we have our trust and our keen, and we say Hasbun Allah wa Ni'mal Wakil, and Nafis is Allah Taala for us. And um, this week the same thing. Inshallah. Inshallah Taala. This week our our Sahabi. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu His name is Adi ibn Hatim At-Tay At-Tay His father is Hatim At-Tay And had been A great example In his community Someone that had looked and seen To the community And Adi ibn Hatim He has a special kissa With the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam A special story that goes around with him And the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam And um how we are not in need today, especially in the majal of da'wah, to learn from these kinds of things and so on. And like we have said many times, that the thing that is important to us is to connect the seerah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam and that of the Sahaba ridwanullah alayhi majma'in and connect them to our lives and the reality that we live in today. So, in the ninth year of the hijrah, Islam had spread out, kingdoms have come into, uh, let's say, in the hands of the Nabi obviously through a lot of strife and difficulty and so on, and people had gone to Iman after there had been the stern and heavy oppositions to the deen of Islam. And they had given that obedience to the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam after there had been a long period of of hatred and fightment, fighting and resentment and things like that. Um, and one of those kingdoms is that of Adi ibn Hatim. Mm-hmm. Adi ibn Hatim al-Tay, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was one of those kings in the Arab Peninsula in Jaziratul Arab, and. Um, and, 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 and the reality that we're going to see um, is the bravery of the Nabi alayhi salatu when confronting Hatim ibn, uh, Adi ibn Hatim. The bravery of the Nabi alayhi salatu in that because this was not a battle of swords. Mm-hmm. This was not a battle of strength, of physical strength, nothing like that. And we will see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors the Nabi alayhi salatu to overpower his uh, enemies without using a sword, mm-hmm. right? So um, you know today, it's easy to convince someone about a project that you want to do if they love you and they're close to you and so on. That's right, yes. But when you have somebody that dislikes you or hates you and so on, you want to bring a project across or you want to bring uh, something across to them, it's almost difficult. like impossible. Mm, yes, that's right? correct, yes, sir. It's almost like impossible because their hearts are filled with what? Are filled with anger and things towards you. So they relate so, to the person really than the actual project itself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and this is what the Nabi Alayhi Salam did. You know, there was the Sahabi came to the Nabi and he said, Ya Muhammad, Wallahi ma kana ala al-ardi wajhun abghada ilayya min wajhik. And imagine you must hear something like this. He says to the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, Oh Muhammad, and sallallahu alayhi wasalam, but he obviously never said so, well, he did say so. He said, Oh Muhammad, Wallahi, I uksim and I qasam, sumaka sumba by Allah ta'ala, on the face of the earth, there isn't or there wasn't a face that I hated more than your face. 
Allah. He says to the Nabi فَقَدْ أَصْبَحَ وَجُكَ أَحَبَّ الْوُجُوءُ كُلِّهَا And your face have become the most loved face for me of all of that on the What causes that change? Mm-hmm. Hmm? What causes that change? That is how the Nabi also captured the hearts of his enemy. Mm-hmm. The Nabi came with that, with that salam with that peace and that aman and that security and so on. And bi rahmatillahi ta'ala, the Nabi managed to bring his enemies closer to him. And wallahi, uh, Adi ibn Hatim was a serious enemy. Mm-hmm. He was a serious enemy of the Nabi Muhammad wasallam. And we will see how Allah ta'ala fills his heart with ihsan, with goodness, uh, as we carry along, inshallah ta'ala. Um, and Sheikh Maf, so I mean, even when we speak of uh, Adi ibn Khatim uh, Attai, and as I know last week as well, is that at the time when they had these interactions with the Nabi sallallahu you know, they weren't really, they were, they haven't, they didn't embrace Islam as yet. They were all, almost kind of enemies to Islam. Exactly. But after the interaction with the Nabi sallallahu they then subsequently changed. You know, and the, and one will understand as we go on what is it that caused that dislike. Mm-hmm. Right, but with the one respect to listeners, I want to say this: powerful people in the day, they uh, today's time, they can own people's bodies, mm-hmm. they can make them do things. things yes. But Ambiya, they own their hearts. Allahu Akbar. They capture their hearts. Mm-hmm. So. Um, one asked the question, what is it that there was this big dislike and hate from Adi ibn Hatim al-Tay to the Nabi First of all, like we said, he had inherited leadership and the lead, uh, leadership of his tribe and the little kingdom that they had in Jazirat al-Arab from his father. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so he was the head of Kabila Tay of the, 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 the tribe called Tay. And not only that, he received a quarter of whatever the tribe would get in terms of booty and things. Mm-hmm. A quarter would go to him. to him. So in other words, um, he owns a quarter of what the whole village owns. Oh, the entire owns. village. Yes. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so he was very well off then. Exactly. And then people, they, they submitted to his, to his qiyada, to his leadership. And when the Nabi والسلام, now came blasting out with this da'wah to Islam, da'wah to, to, to guidance, and da'wah to truth, Jaziratul Arab almost completely, mantika after mantika, hay after hay, area after area, they submitted to the Nabi Muhammad Sheikh, can I ask that, Sheikh, hold that thought, we're going to have to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll then continue here on The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. And if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by the Honorable Sheikh Riyad Fatar, who is the Imam of the Husami Mosque in Cravenby and also the first Deputy President to the Muslim Judicial Council. And this evening, alhamdulillah, as per usual on a Monday evening, we continue our discussion in a series on the lives of the Ashab. And this evening, inshallah, we are uh, uh, discussing the issue around Adi ibn Khatim al-Tay. And this incident took place in the ninth year of the Hijrah. Uh, Sheikh, uh, you continue inshallah, Sheikh Riyad. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Bittari Dawan, Bittanazim, respected listeners. 
Um, this is what he saw. He saw this leadership that he has, the wealth that he has, the influence that he has, the status that he has, mm-hmm. and all of these things. What's going to happen is he sees that the da'wah of the Nabi is spreading from one area to another area, and this is going to encroach on his leadership. Mm-hmm. Is going to encroach on his rule, on his on, on on his status, and and all of that. And um, at the end of the day, it's going to terminate. Mm-hmm. He's going to have nothing. Nothing is right. So this is what caused that hostility mm. towards the Nabi Salam because he wants to protect his interest. He wants to protect his status. He wants to protect that which he built up. He wants to protect his position. He wants to re- receive respect from the people. He was honored by the people. So therefore, that is how it goes about. He wants to protect all of that. And that is what built up this. In fact today, the same thing. You know, uh, 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 today we still find people that they will do anything to protect the status and position mm-hmm. that Allah Ta'ala has given them in the dunya. If you look in the Middle East and you look around the world and you see how people are fighting for a small piece of so land, land and a small mm. piece of this and whatever the case may be um, and they don't take note of anything. They would rather have people would be slaughtered and things like that but they want to hold on to that small sticky mm-hmm. of, 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 of in terms of the size of the dunya it is nothing. No. position and status that they have but nevertheless this hatred of him towards Islam and the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, went on for approximately 20 years Allah 20 years right now I leave you to Adi ibn Hatim uh, he narrates to you what happened right mm-hmm. he says the following he says, مَا مِنْ رَجُلٍ مِنَ الْعَرَبِ كَانَ أَشَدَّ مِنِّي كَرَاهَةً لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ There wasn't a person amongst the Arabs. Oh, by the way, Butari, the one I listened to your dua last night. I met a sheikh of Islam, my dua was by a moikh of Islam, mashallah. Shukran jazilah, Allah Ta'ala reward you. Amin, inshallah. مَا مِنْ رَجُلٍ مِنَ الْعَرَبِ كَانَ أَشَدَّ مِنِّي كَرَاهَةً لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ Right? Uh, when I have heard about him, um, and I had been a person of honor, I had been a Christian, he says, Nasraniyan, and I am the one that received from my from my people a quarter of the wealth mm-hmm. that uh, belonged to the whole tribe and so on. And he had a massive amount of wealth. No? Um, he had a quarter of, of whatever the tribe uh, possessed. He had uh, 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 leadership, he had kingship, he had honor. In Ashafak, his father was seen amongst the noble, amongst the Arabs, and so on. And um, why do I need Islam? Mm-hmm. I have all of this. That, that I have everything, yes. Everything. I'm at the pinnacle, I'm at the height of everything, <laughs> of right? Yes. So why do I need? I'm the leader, I have money, I have status, I have power, I can force, and whatever the case may but be. But he still saw the, the da'wah why of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He still saw that, that it's coming closer. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a tidal wave, you right. see, it's coming and mm-hmm. it's coming and it's coming. Um, and he had taken his uh, quarter share and so on. So when he heard about the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he obviously built his hatred up, and now it became more because he heard that the that the Muslimin, 
they are spreading out and and the Jews and the, the, the soldiers and, and the army they're moving going to east going to west and all of, and every time it seems like they're coming closer to him so mm-hmm. he says to one of the boys that are working uh, for him he says to him I want you to do something for me I want you to get me a fat camel that is easy to ride and you keep it close to me mm-hmm. right I want it close to me and then I want you to be my lookout right you go out and he doesn't have any family go out be the lookout if you hear about the army of Muhammad or any expeditions coming our way right then you come and inform me then you must let me know immediately yeah, that's it you come and inform me and don't delay <laughs> right you come and bring me that news right so this boy leaves and the days pass and the days pass and every time he calls anything now nothing Mm-mm. anything anything until one day he says yeah this boy is coming running what's happening mm. he says i've heard about these troops in the area and i just confirmed now it is the troops of muhammad sallallahu and yes i love this means an african he sprung it subhanallah right grateful family mm. and whatever and so on and um he says where's my where's my my, my camels and things like that um if the the jays of muhammad sallam is coming then i've got to get out here mm-hmm. right and the soonest that they can get up he grabs his family grabs his children and so on and they leave and where they're going they are going to sham they're going to syria in that direction to sham because that is where there is also a group of Christians that are staying mm-hmm. and he's on the Christian religion, right? Um, but he makes a big mistake in this leaving and that big mistake is actually the cause for him entering Islam. Rushes with his family all the way and when he gets there, he realizes he forgot some of his family there, his own sister. Okay. And what is going to happen to her now? Is she going to fall in the hands of the Nabi wasalam, and, and so on? And there's no way she can go back to go get his sister. But he knows that this is a clever woman. She's very intelligent and so on. And just as he had feared, she lands up in the captives that are brought to the, uh, that is amongst the Muslims. Mm-hmm. All right. She lands up in that and so on. And now he is in He's in Sham. So he's in Sham now, and his sister's still uh, in Thai. In Thai. Okay. Right? And all of them are taken, and they're taken to Al Madina Al Munawwara. Right? So they're all taken now as captives, as uh, captives. Of the, by the army of the Nabi. That's Sallallahu it. Well, if you want to listen further, do stay tuned. Then we're going to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll then continue uh, with the stories on the lives of the Ashab. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Yes, welcome back to uh, the program here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Still, if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by the Honorable Sheikh Riyad Fatar, and we're continuing our discussion on the lives of the Ashab. And this evening, we are speaking about Addi ibn Khatim Attay. Uh, Sheikh Riyad, um, and Sheikh was just sharing with us, you know, the whole issue around the fact that uh, Addi ibn Khatim, he had now left for Shams, uh, for Sham, and he left his sister unknowingly 
uh, at Tay. And she was then captured by the armies of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and was now a captive for in the army, Sheikh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Perfectly correct with Taridawan. She is now an Adi ibn Hatim. He now heard that his sister had been taken captive. Mm-hmm. What can he do now? And so on. She's been taken with all of the people. And she is being put in a position that is by the close to the door of the masjid. So, what happens? Uh, like we said, she's been a very clever woman. So, the Nabi wasalam, comes past and she calls, Ya Rasulallah. So, she calls Ya Rasulallah almost like somebody that is Muslim. I was not just right? going to ask her. <laughs> she says, Ya Rasulallah. So, she gets the Nabi uh, attention. attention. Yes. Right? And she says to him, alayhi salatu wasalam, Halaka al-walid wa ghaba al-wafid famnun alayya manna Allah alayka. She says to the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam that my father has died and my waghab al-wafid would almost be like my mahram is not mm-hmm. here. Right. My mahram. So therefore be gracious with me and Allah will be gracious with you. you. Right. <laughs> So the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam then asked her, Who is your mahram? Who is the mm-hmm. guardian? You know? And she turns around and she says, Al Walid Ma'aruf Hatim at My father is known, his name is Hatim at mm-hmm. But she's not saying, Who is the Wafid? Yeah. She's saying, Who is the father? Who the father is, yes. And again, the Nabi alayhi salatu asks, Al Wafid man. And who is your guardian? And she says, Adi ibn Hatim. And the Nabi says, Al-Far min Allah wa Rasulihi. So my mother says, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says, Are you talking about the one that uh, uh, that ran away from Allah Ta'ala and, the, and his Nabi? Mm-hmm. And the Nabi alayhi leaves and he continues on. Right? The right. one that fled from Allah and the Nabi alayhi mm-hmm. salatu wasalam. And the next day, again, the Nabi Rasam passes and she gets up again and she says, Ya Rasulullah, and again she grabs the Nabi, Halak al-Walid, Ghab al-Wafid, Famnun alayya, Manna Allah alayk. And again the Nabi asked her, Man al-Wafid, who is your guardian? guardian. Mm-hmm. And again she says, it's Adi ibn Hatim. And the Nabi Rasam again says, Al-Far min Allah wa Rasulullah, the one that fled from Allah Ta'ala mm-hmm. and his Rasul. And again the Nabi leaves her. And continues. And for a third day, the Nabi Islam comes past again and she's almost like someone. <laughs> yeah. and not but behind the Nabi wasalam, was a man standing, showing her stand up, talk to the talk Nabi. To the Nabi yeah. Talk to the Nabi. And she gets up. And again she says, Ya Rasulallah, Alak al-Walid, Aghab al-Wafid, Famdun alayya man Allah alayk. And this time, she gets the attention of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. She gets the attention of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, and she says, Ya Rasulallah, the Nabi then says, Okay, get her free there. Mm. She says, Ya Rasulallah, my father, Sayyid Komihi. He was the master of his of his people. Mm-hmm. And he is the one that always looked after those that were in need. He forgave those that did wrong, would forgive them, not punish them. Mm-hmm. He would be the one that would look after his neighbors. He is the one that would protect everybody's honor. And whenever someone had a difficulty, he would try and release them from that difficulty. If they don't have food, he would give them food. He would make sure that there's peace everywhere around 
and so on. Now I am the daughter, daughter. of that man. Ana bint Hatim Tay. The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam then responds to and says, Do you know that this is the sifat of a mu'min? This is the characteristics of a mu'min. Meaning that if your father would have been a mu'min, then we would have shown him so much respect, respect. and honor and mm-hmm. he would have gotten that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the same with us today, Buttaridawan, is that we can go out in the dunya and we can serve the community as much as we want to. Mm-hmm. But it will only benefit you on the dunya, maybe, mm-hmm. on the dunya, but it will, will not benefit you in the akhirah. But a person that is uh, that, that becomes Muslim, obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, goes out and do things for people, gets the benefit in dunya and akhirah. In dunya and akhirah. Otherwise, you'll just have, it'll just be a good communal conduct. MashaAllah, mm-hmm. okay, right, thank you. This one, that one, mm-hmm. that one. You did a nice thing. But the second one would be ibadah. Mm-hmm. Would be ibadah. So, yeah. And, and, and so there are many hadith of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam that shows to what? That shows to that you have mercy with people that do good do on good. the dunya. So the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam then said, okay, I set her free and so on because I love the good uh, akhlaq that came the from your father. I loved it, right? And what happens now? The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam now says to her, uh, listen woman, where, where do you want to go to my sister? Mm-hmm. And she says, I want to go to my family in Sham. In Sham, yes. Right? So the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam now tells her, don't be in such a hurry. First make sure that you get someone that can travel with you and that you're going to be safe on the road um, because you don't know what is on the, on, on, on the tariq, you don't know what is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So she started looking um, for someone that's going to travel with her and, and, and so on. Until she now finally comes. Who's the person that she first go and look for? Is who's that person that was standing behind the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam? That showed, yes, that showed speak. speak. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know who was the person? Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib. You see the, 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 the Sahaba? Yes. Ya Rab. Ya Rab. And she wasn't even a Muslim. Mm. But he's showing a speech. Speak the Nabi will show you yes. mercy. Don't uh-huh. worry. But nevertheless, she finds someone that is going to travel with her. Um, and almost like she is the daughter of the Nabi Sam, the Nabi Sam take, I have clothes brought to her, nice mm-hmm. clothes, fine clothes. The Nabi Sam gave her money, the Nabi Sam gave her a camel, and so that she can now have food with her and things, and she leaves with the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, she's done nothing for Islam. She does nothing for Islam. All right, then she leaves. And she comes to Sham, right? Hatim, uh, Adi ibn Hatim, when I raised the hadith, he says, then I lost track of her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what happened to her, nothing. All of her, that's, that's the last I heard from her. Until I heard that there are people coming to Sham. And I was so surprised, and I'm, I'm listening, and I'm everybody, and they said, oh, yes, a caravan coming in, and I'm moving forward. And so on. I want to make sure that, um, you know, it is her. Can it be? And as I come closer, I see, yeah, it is. And I'm shouting. Yeah. 
Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad uh, bin Hatim, right? And um, and he runs out and so on. As he comes in front of her, she gives him one smack. And he looks, what's that now? I'm not looking at that. You <laughs> left she, me. <laughs> oh. You left me. Mm. You didn't look after your family. Yeah. You left me alone. You are supposed to be the leader of our of our of our of of, of our kabila of our tribe and so on and and he calms her down and after a while he then says right okay man tell me what is it that happened man mm. right what what happened to you and then she narrates the whole story to him and so on and then he tells her tell me what do you think about muhammad sallallahu alaihi and she says wallahi i think you should join him quickly Allah join him quickly mm-hmm. because if he's a prophet he is not going to hasten he is going to you're going to enjoy the benefits from him and even if he's a king he is not going to dis- disgrace you in the sight of others mm-hmm. i think you must go and hatim ibn hayatay adi ibn hatim he then says um right okay i'm packing up i'm leaving and i'm going right and he goes towards the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and he had heard one thing he had heard that the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam had said that i hope that allah ta'ala grants that my hand is in the hand of hatim ibn tay right mm-hmm. so he goes to the nabi but he doesn't know what he's going to expect so he went to the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and nabi was in the masjid he said i created and so on the nabi asked who are you Okay. And he says, Adi ibn Hatim. And the Nabi Salam took him and took him by his hand. Okay. And the Nabi Salam then started walking with him, keeping his hand. Right. And he says, you know, I thought I was going to be killed. And yet this man is walking. And as they're moving down, an old woman comes to the Nabi Salam, And the Nabi Salam, uh, she's complaining and with us, a young child. And she's talking about the problems that they have. And Hatim, uh, Adi ibn Hatim, he says, I'm standing one side and I'm waiting. And the Nabi is, this woman is taking so long to explain. To explain. The p- mm-hmm. And the Nabi is just standing there waiting. Patiently. Yes, okay, right, okay. And after the Nabi had sorted out, he then took his hand again. And again they walked on. And they were stopped by another person. And he was uh, questioning Nabi does that, that, and he's thinking, ah, Allah, this cannot be, uh, this is no king. A, mm. a king won't have any sabr for this kind for of this, thing. Yeah, uh. This man, and this man is complaining about the poverty and so on. And then a woman comes and she speaks about uh, a travel to Sham, how she going to get, and whatever the case may be. And he says, well, this contest can never be a king. This mm-hmm. is something special about So they enter the house. Enter the house and the Nabi wasalam, takes a cushion and gives it to him to sit. And he says, ya Allah, why? How can I sit? Yeah. No, you sit. <laughs> Nabi says, no, you sit on there. And, 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 and he sat on it and so on. And again, he tells himself, um, no, you know what? This man is not a king. So the Nabi alayhi salam asked him, Ya Hatim, uh, Ya Adi, why is it that you don't become Muslim? And he, in a response, uh, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You have a deen, I have a deen. Your deen is from the Sama, my deen is from the Sama. Yeah. Right? 
So the Nebulism tells him, you are Rukusi, Shah. Uh, Rukusi is one of the um, groups in the Christian faith in that area. Okay, right. Right. And he says, yes, I'm Rukusi and so on. But remember that when he calls Dean, it means he wants to show, look, I'm following my Dean, you follow your Dean, follow us, you know. Um, and the Nabi says, if you're Rukusi, then why is it that you are taking a fourth of your people's money when in your religion you do not allow to do that? Because mm-hmm. so he was taking a fourth, yes. So which means he's not really so harsh uh, and hard on his religion. Religion, yes. All right? So the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says, I know you look at my ummah and you see poverty. But let me tell you, if that is the thing, the destitution of the Muslims and their poverty, wallahi, the time is near when wealth it would flow among them that no one could be found to take it. And he still is it in the Nabi said, what is holding you back? Mm-hmm. What is holding you back? Is it holding you back because the Muslims are small in number? You look at us and you say, ah, okay, they, the enemy is many. Yeah. And they are but few. And the Nabi says to him, Wallahi, the future is near where you will hear of a woman sitting out from Qadisiyah on a camel until she reaches Baytullah. And she wouldn't fear anything except Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he is again, the Nabi says, yes, I can see. It's almost like the Nabi is reading his mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is how we see that the Nabi is busy overpowering him because he cannot give answers, answers. to any of the mm-hmm. things, right? And then the, yes, uh, the Nabi says to him, um, perhaps what's preventing you from religion is that you see that we are weak. Mm-hmm. You see us as weak. Now let me tell you, we are going to take the kingdom of Persia. Mm-hmm. And he says the kingdom of Persia, uh-huh. Hormuz, the son of Chosros, uh, Yani, uh, Wallahi, is the Nabi says to him, yes, the Muslims are going to take the kingdom of Persia. And after now, the Nabi had now taken away all of those things that prevented him. He says, I sat there and I looked at the Nabi, والسلام, and I said, give me your hand. And immediately he says, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammad al-Rasulullah. And uh, he says in the report, the simplicity of the lifestyle of the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam. He says, Wallahi, I was so impressed with that. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I, he says, I testify that you do not, that the Nabi alayhi salam, he says, I, I testify that you're not a person that seek high office. Neither are you interested in any worldly affairs. I don't see anything of that. Um, and he then declares his shahada um, because of the good proofs that has been put in, his, in, 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 in front of him. Because the Nabi والسلام, had treated him in the makana that he was. That. Now there's a hadith of the Nabi والسلام, says, <coughs> Put people, treat people on the position or statuses that Allah has put them on the mm. dunya. Right? You don't get a prime minister coming from Gambia or, or, or anywhere else in the world and then you treat him as if he's the worker in the street. In the street, yeah. Mm-hmm. Islam teaches that you must... Now, that is what the Nabi did with him. While he expected he was going to be treated like dirt, mm. 
the Nabiism treated him like a king. Like a king, yes. Gave him that. And that is what we learn from that, is how the Nabi wasalam, had treated and how the Nabi wasalam, and so on. And he says, Wallahi, I myself had seen all of these things come to pass. I had been around when a woman had left Qadisiyah on a camel and nothing happened to her. And she went to Baytullah uh, al-Haram. She went to Al-Madin al-Munawwara from Qadisiyah and she didn't fear anything except Allah Ta'ala. Oh. And I was in the battle when we won Persia. Mm-hmm. When we won Persia, I was in the battle and we got off that booty. And the third thing that the Nabi wasalam, had said, that the, the wealth will come so much to the Muslim Ummah, you won't find anybody that would take it. And in the time of the Khalifa, Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, uh, the wealth flowed so much in the Muslims that people would go out in the street and shout, is there anybody that needs zakah? Allah. And they couldn't find, find anybody. anybody. With the Ridwan, respected listeners, we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of these people. I mean, inshallah. That were never connected to the dunya. And you see the beautiful example of the Nabi wasalam, that convinced a person. Some people would say that Islam was spread by the sword. Mm. And tonight we've seen what? How the Nabi wasalam, sits down a king and convinces him that your best way out is the deen of Islam. Takes away all of the difficulties that was in his way. And that is da'wah that we must learn. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all of the muttaqeen wa min al-muhsineen wa min ibadil salihin All those that are sick, Allah ta'ala grant them all shifa. All those that have passed on, Allah ta'ala grant them all jannatul firdaus. Amin ya rabbal alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shukran jazeelan and that is the uh, Honorable Sheikh Riyad Fatar and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also grant Sheikh all the khair and barakah and all the Amin. best inshallah. Jazakumullah khair. On that note we say to Sheikh assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.